Oh man, you hit record. What do we what do we say? Uh, I don't know. This is new. Yeah. This is my first time doing this. I don't know. <laughs> I it's all of our first time. Um we should have taken a class on this or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I listened to a lot of podcasts, but I've never done one before. Yeah. So this is it's weird. How um, hard can it be though? I mean, everybody makes podcasts. Yeah, every everybody has one. Yeah, everyone's got a podcast. Um, and there's not that many about about this particular topic so which is a shame because it's my favorite topic it's it's a great topic we're gonna get into our histories with the show um i guess i can just start out um we are just we are school workers in oklahoma um but we all have one thing in common we really love smallville um and with the announcement that uh michael rosenbaum and tom welling are bringing it back um bring it back very exciting news yeah very exciting news they've confirmed the whole cast without Allison Mack um with the with the news that they're bringing it back um in some form or fashion uh, we just decided we want to go through the whole series mm-hmm. um from start just, to finish just a small undertaking yeah only there's what, 10 seasons, 10 seasons? 10 so seasons. buckle up everybody yeah <laughs> and I don't think any season is less than 20 episodes so <laughs> no there there was they made it through the writer's strike. Yep. All the stuff. So uh, nothing slowed them down. We mm-hmm. for seasons four and five. Yeah. We won't get into all we, that. We won't. We'll save those for when we get to seasons four and five. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, we're going to jump in. We've got at least 200 episodes in front of us. <laughs> so, all right. Eight, eight years of our lives. <laughs> four years of our lives. Okay. It's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, so yeah, let's just dive in. Here we go. Let's do it. Welcome to the Smallville Torch, your weekly recap show of the wonderful series Smallville. Uh, we are your hosts, your three freaks of the week. I'm Chance. I'm Cameron. I'm Kendall. Uh, and we're here to start a podcast. Yeah. How exciting. Uh, so I guess to start, we should talk about our history with the show, with mm-hmm. the show Smallville. Um, so Kendall, how about you start us off? What is your history with Smallville? Okay, so I came to the show um, later, like not that long ago, about five years ago. My husband was a huge Smallville fan when it was coming out, I guess, like back when you would like wait each week for a new episode to come on TV. Um, He was a big fan. And so he really wanted me to watch it. I was not interested. I was like, there are way other better superhero shows out there. Let's keep watching Arrow. Let's watch Flash. We'll keep watching Marvel movies. Why are we watching this old Superman show? But apparently um, he got me in in a good mood or we were at the lake house with just nothing else to do. And he brought his Smallville DVD box set. 
And uh, we put that in one day and I got hooked Mm -hmm. Um, so much. So I can for sure tell you that I started watching it five years ago because it's when we got our dog. We have a a 50 pound beagle from the Norman animal shelter and her name is Lois Lane Lowry because we were in the thick of Smallville and um, she's not in this episode, but Erica Durance who plays Lois is just absolutely adorable. And so our dog is named after her. Amazing. Um, I suppose I should go next because yours kind of relates. This depends on you. Yeah. Um, I have been a Superman fan since I was a kid. Um, I know a lot of people don't like Superman because they're like, oh, he's perfect and he can do everything. But to me, Superman was always like the story of someone who has every reason not to do what's right, but does what right does what's right anyway. Um, mm, beautiful. So like... Even as a kid, I loved Superman. I loved the fact that, like, you know, everyone else would be selfish with these powers, but he, like, saves people with them. Like, so much so that throughout most of my childhood, um, my Netscape homepage, because I am old, was um, (laughs) something called the Superman Superman homepage, um, which is still going around today. Um, But they do, like, stories about Superman and any Superman projects they give updates on. And they even have a spoiler section for, like, all the shows. Um, And I was in high school, or no, just started middle school when Smallville came out. But I never saw it mentioned on the Superman homepage. Um, And I didn't, I was like, oh, weird. They used Smallville, or Superman's hometown as a setting for a cw show whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> that's weird was it cw yet or it, was WB. it was the wb back then um wb oh. and so the first we <laughs> the reason i knew about the show at all was because um we had this thing called channel one news in our school did you guys know ever do channel one news mm-hmm. so channel one news like gave schools tvs if every day before lunch they played their episode and it was like a 20 minute news show um just about everything going on in the world um but it had ads and smallville was heavily advertised (laughs) on channel one news (laughs) but i thought that none of the previews and the like advertisements made me think it was a superman show like none of them so i was just like okay good job wb there's this thing and then i caught it um i caught it in season two there's an episode with a little girl with super speed um who's obsessed with the character lana and i was like hey that little girl has super speed and then i saw clark go and they called him clark and they called her lana which i was familiar with lana lang i was like wait is this actually about superman like have i (laughs) season two yeah yeah in awesome (laughs) so it was in season two and i was like what is what is this? So I pirated on LimeWire. Um, I pirated the first season um, and then found the f- second season in a recap. And I watched ever since. So I was, I'm almost original to the show. If I had known it was about Superman, I would have been original to the show. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so, cause I, I've just always loved Superman. Um, so, and then I've, I watched it through in the original run. Um, most episodes watched weekly. Um, had to pirate a few here and there. Um, Who among us hasn't? <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> um, yeah, LimeWire that that probably ages me quite a bit. But that was a, that was an old sentence. Ooh. Yes, it really was. Um, I got the DVDs after almost every season, um, and I I just love the show. I've probably seen it through 
five or six times, though it has been many, many years now, many years. Uh, and I have many what I call Smallville disciples, um, people who I've gotten into the show. One of my best mm-hmm. friends from high school, who I'm sure we'll have on at some point. Uh, his name is Terrace Dietz. I got him into it third season. Um, and then one of the very hosts of this show, I got him into it in college. It's me. Yeah, I was in college. It was maybe my junior year. I can't even remember. I want to say junior year. I'm trying to remember where I was as I was watching them. I mean, I think it was in my dorm junior year. Yeah. And, junior uh, or sophomore, yeah. But yeah, just got really into them. It was kind of close to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Like I think season up through season eight was out at that point. Because that's how many DVDs you had. Or maybe our friend Val had. I think I borrowed from one yeah. of the two of you. Or maybe both. I think you probably borrowed from But I would just like have the DVDs on and just like watch and just like burn through them yeah you did it fast um, yeah um just because it was just like really good and i didn't grow up like a huge superman fan like big superhero fan but like superman was like i mean he was fine he was cool i wasn't like man superman's lame he just was superman um but just something about the show was just really special mm-hmm. um just kind of showing him growing up and kind of coming to terms with who he is and who he's going to be mm-hmm. um, it's just really really good yeah I feel like mine was the longest. I'm sorry about that. It's fine. It's all good. You've had the, the longest run with Smallville. We came, mm-hmm. we were converted later. You've you've been a believer all along. So, <laughs> so it's yeah. it's been, I don't think I've watched since the finale though. Really? Mm-hmm. So this is my first time watching it again. Yeah, watching it back since there. the finale happened. Um, I watched it through with our friends, Adam and Taryn. Uh, through i mean i picked up little episodes here and there but i did it a few years back maybe three or four Mm. so it hasn't been like forever for me but but yeah so i've watched it i've watched it with several like people that i got into the show over the years our friend ricky in college Mm -hmm. um i got him into it and then we watched i watched most of it with him and so that's how i've kind of re-experienced the shows by getting other getting other people to watch it with you yeah um and even today i would say Smallville is my favorite show of all time. Like, I think there's something magical about it. I think this episode kind of shows that it was going to be magic from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's a great pilot. Yeah, it really it's is. Great. Super strong. It holds wait. up all these years later. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it really does. Um, and yeah, I think, I think uh, it's a great show. I think all those shows that you thought were better, like they owe so much to Smallville. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what I didn't realize before I watched it. I was just like, oh, it's just an old like wannabe superhero show that these other ones are so much better. But like the other ones are what they are today because of Smallville. And I think that's that's very evident. And I'm kind of glad that I watched it out of order, if you want to call it that, so that I could see kind of what paved the way for Arrow and Flash and all those other great CW Mm -hmm. now shows. Let me ask. Do you think Smallville is better than those shows or do you like those shows better? I'm just curious. I really like Smallville better probably. Yeah. But but I don't know. I really I really like Oliver Queen as a as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved the first 5 seasons of Arrow. I I just stopped cuz life got busy. I think I've only watched the it, first two. It didn't wrap up as good. You you probably stopped at the right time. Okay. So <laughs> But the first the first several seasons are so good of Arrow. Prune. But we're not doing an arrow thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, this is an arrow cast. I'm, I'm good with this. I'm just curious because you know the uh, they are related in some ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, because um, I had noticed. Um, sorry, from jumping ahead. No, you go. Like the first, the first scene in when Lionel's in the 
the plane or the helicopter or whatever with Lex, the newspaper he's holding talks mm-hmm. about um, the queen being missing, like CEO of queen enterprises being missing. And I was like, I hadn't noticed that before. Yeah. So, yeah. I noticed that this, this yeah, time too. too. And I was just like, Oh, did they I know? Love, I love those crossovers. It's so cool. Uh-huh. Just laying the threads out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that brings us to our first segment. Um, it's called the wall of references. Um where we will be keeping track of every reference to other DC properties or the fact that Clark Kent is Superman throughout the episode. Oh, there were such good ones in this episode. Mm. Are we talking about them as we come across yeah, them? Yeah, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll put them on the wall as, as, as we come to them. As yeah. we come. And we'll get the wall of references. Oh, um, there's, there's very good ones. Like there's it. one that I just caught this time for the very first time. And it's so huge. I don't know why I didn't catch it before. But, um, but why don't we have someone, uh, Cameron? Uh-huh. Uh, why don't we like I don't know do like a a sum up of the episode of the episode yeah so like uh, just like saying a couple sentences yeah like what, what it's about okay what happens? so this episode I mean it's the pilot of Smallville which is about Superman before he's Superman so as he's just Clark Kent growing up in high school at this point and so this episode starts with him arriving to Earth which if you know anything about superman story he's from an, another planet and has like jettisoned off his planet to save his life and crashes and is adopted by these farmers um martha and why am i completely blanking jonathan, jonathan kent the kents and so they adopt him as their own and kind of raise him up and so in this episode it's like he's in high school um and it's homecoming and um so it's like football he's thinking about joining the football team and his parents don't want him to sort of stuff happens with that there's um our first like freak of the week with this mysterious guy with some electricity powers who kind of shows up and clark has to stop him to save everyone yeah yeah that's a good he flies around saving everyone and now we'll we'll dig deeper into that but that Mm -hmm. was a great synopsis um but yeah, so we start off with uh first person we ever see is Lionel Luther. Yeah. Reading a newspaper. Lionel about... Luther of all people. What what a nice guy. Father of the year. Love it. Father oh. of the year. Father of the year. I think it is yeah. so interesting that he is reading a newspaper about the queens being missing. I never noticed that because Oliver Queen was not like not a whole lot older. Well, he's not a whole lot older, but also he's not like very prominent. Like until Arrow and Smallville. Like I would say he was C-list at best. Mm-hmm. There was a Kevin Smith run called Longbow Hunter that kind of brought him to C-list. Mm-hmm. He was D-tier before. Yeah, I feel that. like I never knew really who Green Arrow was except from the Super Nintendo fighting game, mm-hmm. Justice League fighting game, and Justice League Unlimited, which was kind of around this same time, maybe a little bit later. Yeah, it would have been. But that's my first. I'm like, oh, that's who Green Arrow is because he's in the very first episode mm-hmm. of Justice League Unlimited, which is a very good show. And you should totally watch it. Yeah, definitely. I just think I just think it's interesting. Like, why not a why not like a Martha and uh, Thomas Wayne shot mm-hmm. newspaper article or something? I feel sense. like that would yeah. be unless they knew. Hey, if this goes yeah. long enough, we're gonna get Green Arrow on this. <laughs> Batman? No, probably not. <laughs> Green Arrow, we can do. Yeah, he's C list at best. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. Yeah, but they're flying in a helicopter. We see they're in Smallville, the cream corn. Capital of America. Love that. Population 25,001. <laughs> Lex is rocking his bright red hair. Uh-huh. Right. He's yeah. bright red. Impressive. He's just terrified to be flying. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I don't know. We 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 have to debate whether or not certain things go on the wall of references or not. Because Lionel's like, you have a destiny, Lex. Is that a reference? Like, because he does. He's destined to be a great villain. Uh-huh. Is that a reference? He's destined to be the president of the United States of America. It's true. <laughs> In some timelines yeah and most of them like is that a reference or is that just Mm. a line we're new at this i don't know uh, maybe i don't see why not i I I could i could go for it yeah i mean he probably you know he meant it as like part of the company but because we see the end goal i would i would say it's a reference all right put put it on the wall we got two things on the wall of references what's the other one the oliver queen thing oh thing we were just talking about come on cameron <laughs> I was like, we haven't talked about anything about superman yet <laughs> you're right though two references in yeah. the first like 30 seconds i don't i don't see the meteor shower like any of the big stuff that's not a reference no that's, that's just, just that's just things okay right that's just what happens yeah okay. and her name is martha kent that's a reference to superman's mom <laughs> Yeah. This we're gonna need a really big wall. <laughs> yeah, we need a really. It big started wall. out as a scrapbook, <laughs> but it yes. just kind of got out of hand. It's gonna start out as a scrapbook, even get out of hand. I love that. Um, yeah, so Lionel is harsh. Mm-hmm. That's what we're supposed to get from this. Lionel is harsh, and Lex is scared. Mm-hmm. They're going into town, and then do we cut to the Kents mm-hmm. coming into town in the flower shop? Yeah, uh, they're in the flower shop. The flower shop owner is. Very disappointed that Martha is there. Yeah, this is. But weird. I mean, come on. If if Jonathan can't walk through the door, I think I'd probably feel the same as her. Let's <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, come on. John Schneider. Hello. Oh, John Schneider is a you. handsome is a handsome man. So I think I think Lana's aunt was maybe in the right there. My <laughs> husband just gave me a nod and said, "Yeah." So he agrees. <laughs> yeah, confirmation. <laughs> yeah, he's a handsome man, and yeah. I find this scene really strange though because it's like they're setting up like a future plot line or something that never happens. It's Thank so me. bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it never happens. Well, I mean, she could pursue him or uh-huh. something, but yeah, it's just like, why is she so like? Ooh, hello. Yeah, and, and we see Nell a little bit later, mm-hmm. but it's never in reference to Jonathan. Yeah, that is a funny thing. I never thought about this. Uh-huh. Why? What was the point of that? <laughs> But we do meet Lana at this uh-huh. point. Little Lana. She's cute as can be. She is. She's a fairy princess. And mm-hmm. She has huge eyes. Mm-hmm. That They got a very good actress to look like uh, Kristen. How do you say her last name? I have no idea. Kruick? Kruick? Kruick. That little girl looks a lot like her. Uh-huh. It's impressive. The better eyes to have, have the tears. Exactly. And the distraught face in the, in the Time Magazine cover or whatever. Like yeah, in the Time Magazine cover. We gotta get that bag. Oh yes, well, well, definitely. Obviously, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Martha asks, "She's a princess." And she says, "Like I'm a fairy princess. Do you want to make a wish?" Mm-hmm. So she waves her magic wand and taps her on the forehead. And then we cut to Martha, just very sad in the truck mm-hmm. or wistful, maybe. Uh, Jonathan's like, "I know what you wished for," and she says, "To see a little face." It's like I can see his face mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> She wants a baby. Saying it without saying it. Yeah. She wants a kid. Yeah. yeah for real. Yeah. I guess they're having some fertility issues. Mm-hmm. And then it's. Uh, Which are never fun. No. So I, I get how that could. Yeah. That'd be. That's hard. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah. And then we learned that it's uh, homecoming. Mm-hmm. And Smallville just won. Go Crows. Go Crows. I did not know there was a worse mascot 
then my hometown, Yukon, the, the millers, the flour mills, uh-huh. um, but the crows is, is kind of a, is very close second, maybe to the, to the millers. Mm-hmm. Not a good mascot. Not oh. very frightening. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of fun things you can do. I guess if you're a town of mostly corn farmers, it's like, what's the scariest thing you could imagine? A crow. Fair enough. A crow. It's going to de- destroy your livelihood. <laughs> and I will say, at least it's For real me. fear. One of my big, my, my, the school I work at right now is the Timberwolves. I'm just like, come on, guys. You can't, you can't do a little better. <laughs> well, we're the all stars. Never heard of that before. It's not even a. That's not a mascot. <laughs> I, never, it's like who picked that? That's a shape. <laughs> I never understood grade school mascots. Go pentagons. <laughs> like, why do grade schools have mascots? You don't. It's about identity, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it gives us something to call our kids. Hey, all stars. Yeah. No, the all stars. Okay. Hey, tigers. You know, those sorts of things. The town I grew up in in Montana, um, every school just had the high school's mascot. We were all the Sydney Eagles. That makes sense. Also not very exciting. No, not very exciting. (laughs) So, I mean, at least the crow is unique. It is that. But yeah, it's kind of like... And not offensive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's That's true. true. There is a school very close to us and their uh, mascot to this day is still the Savages. So, yikes. Um. Yeah, good on good on Smallville. They're crows, um, but then they drive off. They kind of pull off, um, and then is this when we cut to Lex? Yeah, Lex back in the, in the field. field. He's in the cornfield. His dad's signing some papers. I guess they're going to be opening something in Smallville. Yeah, and like this part kind of feels like at first I when I watched it, I was like, is this a fever dream or is this real? Like when he is running through the field and he sees the the guy that's posted up as the scarecrow. I, I couldn't remember in rewatching this um, exactly how the episode was going. And so I was like, is he just like having some sort of vision? Is this real? And obviously we know later on that he actually saw a person like on the scarecrow mm-hmm. stand, but mm-hmm. it just felt a lot like a fever dream or something like a vision yeah. or something. So he starts hearing voices like, get me down. He's Very like, bizarre. What the heck? Yeah. And it seems like he's running away, but I guess he's running away from the actual scarecrow because he thinks it's talking. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, he's running towards the voice, even though he doesn't realize it. Uh-huh. Lex, you're so dumb. <laughs> and he <laughs> sees this boy in his boxers. Um, with an S on his chest for Smallville. Yeah, yeah, with a red S on or, his chest. Or Superman. Is that a, is that a reference? I, I think Does it, it is, but it's on him. <laughs> Okay. Well, Clark later. When it's on Jeremy, I got ahead. Sorry, Jeremy, (laughs) electric, electric boy. Yeah, Jeremy Creek. Um, Most of our freaks of the week will only be with us once. We three freaks of the week will be with you every week for the next two hundred some odd weeks, four years or more. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Jeremy is strung up like a scarecrow, and. He says, help me, but that scares Lex, and he runs off, and then Some, there's something falling from the sky. A big meteor smashes down. There's the You see the wave of it coming. It kind of blows them away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut back to town, and Lana's with her aunt, and they come out, and her parents are like, hey, how's it going? Meteor smashes, and I laugh. <laughs> that's, that's terrible, Cameron. You're a terrible person. <laughs> I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. It is. However, good, yeah. 
Yeah, no, this this is definitely my favorite sequence, which is why beginning early Smallville is my favorite. The explosions are ridiculous. Yeah. Cars don't explode like that. What the heck? It's my favorite thing about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is just it. so ridiculous. They're like, mommy, daddy. And they're like, hi. And then they look up <laughs> into the air. And just it's amazing. Parents. <laughs> they, they must have really spent a lot of money on this pilot they had like six epic explosions in that scene mm-hmm. yeah i actually now that you mentioned that i really wanted to talk about this because this is a fairly high budget pilot uh-huh. and you know if if you reference it to the back to like gilmore girls gilmore girls is shot in like an actual town mm-hmm. and then once the show is picked up they move it to where it's going to be filmed and like, because this show's contemporary with Gilmore Girls, right? Didn't it start in 2001? Year one year later. Yeah, this okay. show starts one year later. This started in October 2001. But like, all of the sets are the sets we're going to have, like, already in this pilot. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in all the sets we've got to have. So they like didn't make something look like Smallville somewhere else and then move the show to the place where it was going to end up like they knew this show was going to go at least some distance they invested Believed money in it. in it yeah like this this uh it you know it's obvious when you go back to watch smallville or not Smallville, gilmore girls like different house at the beginning different luke's different main street all the sets are just totally different and the vibe of the show is a little different but this is this episode is what you're going to get for smallville Mm-hmm. That they'll use different rooms in the school for like the torch, but other than that, they knew they had something good. Yeah, I I would love to just know because I have mm-hmm. no idea. Um, but I would love to just know like was the pilot so amazing, like the script that you were just like, yeah, order it, <laughs> print it. I mean, from what I understand, they basically took over a town um, in Vancouver, and that and they that town became Smallville for a little while. And the, a school in Vancouver became the Smallville school. Can and to this day, visiting? it's still painted like the Smallville colors. We should probably go visit on our 100th episode. Okay, definitely. Yeah. We'll definitely go visit. <laughs> Coming to you live from Smallville High. Done. Yeah. All right. I do. I have heard a little bit about how that worked. And there were like classes where you could go and work on the set. Like they had internship, like work internships for the for the show. Um that's pretty fun. When when it was in the school. Of course, after season four, it leaves the school. Mm-hmm. So that ceases to be a thing. But well, until was, then. while it was there, like it was a class you could take, like work on the set of Smallville. That's awesome. Oh, cool. So I don't know. It just seems like a lot. Yeah, but they sure loved blowing up the town. They did. Yeah, they did. In this beginning scene. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I, I laughed out loud when Lana's parents got toasted. <laughs> and I felt bad. And I was like, oh, I got something to say. <laughs> show um yeah and then it cuts to lana and she's covered in soot and she's just got this like really sad look on her face yeah it's like a voiceover cry so sad it was sad yeah then it cuts to the kints Mm -hmm. and they see an impact in the distance then it takes out the town sign Mm -hmm. not the cream corn capital of anymore Mm -hmm. their corn's all getting creamed by the meteors that's good um but then they drive into smoke, which you should never do. Well, they don't notice it because they're looking back at the well, sign. Jonathan needs to be a more aware driver. He does. You don't drive into smoke. And if you're listening, <laughs> don't do it. If there's smoke, don't drive into it. Uh, but then they crash. Yeah, they flip. They flip. They flip, flip the flip. car. Yeah. They're um, hanging upside down. 
then they're like, oh, they come to and they see these tiny little feet walking towards them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to know how old is this kid? Because he seems like he's four or five. Is he two? Um, he seems maybe three, two to three. He's supposed to be two. I was like, if he's the same age as the little llama girl, I would think like she seemed like she was three or or four. They're supposed to be like two, three because they. I think they specifically said that Lana was three. Okay, so he's probably about three. He's also probably non-verbal because he's been living in a space capsule for a while. Okay, I just important developmental years. I just thought the kid looked older, but I mean, maybe a little bit older. You ever try to get a two-year-old to do anything? (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. Tell us about it, Cameron. Is it hard? It's hard. <laughs> it's, pro- it's probably true. They probably made it a little older, but I'm like, I feel like this is supposed to look like a, a toddler, but... <laughs> but to be fair, Tom Welling, when he <laughs> gets in the picture, also looks a little bit older. So maybe, so like, what, like maybe things are different on Krypton. Oh, I don't know. There's only 14, 15. <laughs> he looks... That- a no, man that is a man. That is a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a freshman in high school. <laughs> I work at a high school. And the funny thing about freshmen, like, because sometimes I have to uh, supervise the freshman lunch. The funny thing is all of the freshman boys are so tiny and like squat <laughs> and they still look like kids, but all the freshman girls look have already matured and they kind of look like they're like could be 16 17 years old Mm -hmm. so it's just so funny to see like freshmen at lunch because they're so they're all awkward (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but not in this show they're all no clark is clark is 30 and everybody else is in high school (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that allison mack and uh was sam jones is pete i think i think maybe they don't they don't look that much more like like high schoolers no nothing nobody does no lana actually was about 16 17 so she was close to the age she's supposed to be Mm -hmm. who knows about whitney i would believe that he was like a senior in high school he he has that feeling yeah you can you can look pretty mature as a senior in high school Mm -hmm. yes so they see him and then lionel goes looking for lex because lex was out in the field or there was this explosion Mm -hmm. and he sees like the corn is all flattened but then he sees like tufts of hair red hair and then he finds lex like huddled on the ground and all his hair is gone Mm -hmm. presumably from the meteor explosion yeah this is all his hair fell out and lionel looks horrified like not like oh no my child is hurt but like this is disgusting. What happened to your hair? He's yeah. bald. <laughs> He's just this like, is the worst thing that could happen to my son. Like we said, dad of the year. <laughs> um, I'm sure he will only get to be a better dad. Yeah. As the Nowhere series. to go but up. He's probably not going to try to kill his son ever. No. Um, probably no abuse. We're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> He's um, a good guy, I'm sure. <laughs> and then it cuts to the Kents one more time, and they're just uh, talking and while they walk with little baby Clark, and they're like, we don't even know where he come, came from. And then they like see a ship. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this seems normal. And Martha's immediate thing is like, let's not find where this kid came from. Let's not find uh-huh. him. She's like, this is my kid now. I said I saw his face. <laughs> no, I saw his face. He found us. That was the the line that they're going to tell people. Like he found us. Yeah. I'm not sure that's going to work yeah, with how the, does that, the social the workers. But okay, yeah. Knows you. Yeah. <laughs> he would know. That's fine. Oh, you've been hiding a child. Yeah. 
for a couple of years. Um, and then it cuts to, uh, it does not cut to the theme song, which is detrimental. Yeah. Knocks the episode down. A it full surprised time. me. It surprised me. I really expected it there, but because I was watching it on Hulu, it cut to a commercial. And so, yeah. Yeah. Really got my hopes up they just did to that dash them. During the episode. Yeah. I do know that on Hulu, they do have the opening. It's just not on this. No, not on the pilot. Because mm. um, I sing the opening every time I watch an episode. So As you should. That's the right thing to do. So good. Um, and then it cuts to 12 years later. We see the Smallville Meteor sign. Capital of the World. Yep. Meteor Capital of the World. 45,001 mm-hmm. is the population. <laughs> it has grown quite a bit. Which, yeah. that is not a small town anymore. Like, you are not like. Mm-hmm. And that's like Stillwater. Yeah, that's we 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 went to college in a town called Stillwater, which is about that size. So they have like a Target and a Walmart. And... I don't think they have a Target. That's like a big deal. Okay, but they don't have a Target still. Well, no, I'm just saying like small villages. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they could have a Walmart, maybe two. But it's it's supposed to be like this hometown. Everyone gets everything from like the local general store. But like, no, not in a town of forty five thousand people. Yeah. yeah. That is Mediumville for sure. <laughs> At the least. At least. Bigville. Yeah. Big I, <laughs> the town I grew up in Montana was 6,000 people. And we even had like Pizza Hut. And... Mm-hmm. It had been like 1,500. Mm-hmm. And it's like nothing. It's it's what Smallville should be. Yeah. 1,500 people. So I don't, I don't know where they're getting this 4,500 thing. I guess people in Hollywood have no idea. How many people live in a small town? That's Holly weird for you. <laughs> um, so yes, we're 12 years later. Clark is getting ready for school. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, drinks straight out of the carton. Yeah, and his mom's real mad about it. He's like, it's better that way. Yeah, it's better that way. And she's like, where are your manners? I don't learned them on a farm. <laughs> I was raised on a farm. And then what do you expect? Jonathan comes in and he does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Real um, cute. So I have a segment for this. Oh, boy. I have, a, I have a segment. I'm going to try it out on you guys. I was thinking this could maybe be like a recurring theme, like a podcast inside of a podcast. Hmm, interesting. Um, I, call it, uh, I call it the Food Fighters, um, and I have like a little intro for it. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Can't wait. I've got another confession to make. I love food. Uh, so this is Food Fighters, a podcast within a podcast where we debate food topics that come up in the show and we've got two today oh okay uh, that was from the foo fighters uh-huh. best of me <laughs> yeah great song um, yeah and uh today's i've got we've got two topics what is the best way to eat corn and is milk better out of a carton um on the cob and no Ooh. okay <laughs> what do you think kendall um, my mom makes this like no i take that back i had it for the first time this year at thanksgiving um, it was like a corn casserole thing that had a whole bunch of cheese mm. and uh, something else in it. Anyway, it was very good. That is the way to eat corn mm. with a bunch of cheese and like sour cream and whatever else was in that dish. And I agree. I don't I don't want my milk out of the carton. I want it in a glass. Okay. Let me correct grilled corn on the cob. Where you grill, you grill it. In the husk. Okay. And then you take that the is That is there. yummy. I That would have been what I was going to say, but, but you had not this after other this. Thing. Not after this Thanksgiving you've seen dish. The light. It sounds very it's, good. It's very creamy and cheesy and delicious. Who okay. doesn't want that? Um, <laughs> I'm going to 
I'm going to slightly disagree. Um, I think it is better out of the carton. I like to just reach in, grab it, take a drink, and put it back. Yes, yeah, so well, you've lived alone most of your life. I have lived alone <laughs> most of my life. So that may be part of it. Um, and I think the best way to eat corn is in a taco. Hmm, like a corn salsa? Uh, I actually like really like to uh, take corn and black beans. Mm-hmm. Um, mix them together and kind of make it like a black like a bean and corn. Relish type thing. Yeah, to put on my tacos. I always do cilantro, lime rice. It does sound good. So Sounds very good. Um, though, I think everything, and I I think I legitimately mean everything, tastes better in the tortilla. So I may be biased. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's 100% true. It's hard to eat a corn cob, corn I, on the cob in a tortilla. Yeah. Have you tried it? <laughs> Have it, you tried it? You wrap it in the tortilla. And then grill that. Unhusk it. Take the silk off. Wrap the tortilla. Butter. Close it. Grill it. Oh, I do. I Could do. be good. Hi, Cameron. Let's, let's try it. <laughs> we okay. just got a new grill today. We'll, we'll, well, I'll report back. I thought your house smelled like burgers when I walked in. That wasn't from the grill. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my, that's my favorite way. Um, legitimately my fiance the other day i was having this conversation about loving everything in a tortilla more and we were eating stir fry and she's like what about your stir fry and i was like i don't know i haven't tried it have you had an egg roll that's basically egg rolls (laughs) so i warmed up a tortilla in the microwave you gotta do it warm i put my stir fry in it and dang right it was good of course it's the same thing (laughs) as a taco (laughs) vegetables and rice yep so the doy uh i may be biased at this point um well this has been um food fighters love it <laughs> let's do that again some on the next one yeah we gotta we gotta debate I can't those, wait those intense that's, that's a good segment <laughs> i can't wait the world isn't ready the world isn't ready uh-huh. for, for a podcast within a podcast it's a weird it's idea. strange an inception of podcasts it's wonderful uh-huh. um but yeah but clark is wanting to go out for the football team he like has the paper ready and um his parents are just like no yeah, because we don't know what will happen. Because it's not said outright, but they're like, "What if you like someone gets hurt?" Mm-hmm. Or well, and before this, and this is actually something mm-hmm. we have to list, uh, add to the wall of references. Um, he's looking at newspaper articles. That's true. One is about a man who like ran really fast. Ran really fast, but the other one is the reference. It's a Korean boy lifts up. Uh, truck that elderly couple are trapped under, mm-hmm. which is a reference to the original Superman movie um, from the 1970s. Yeah, the 1970s, I think. Christopher Reeve. Um, yeah, where a little, where he is, when they first meet him, even as a baby, he lifts their truck up. So oh, that's fun. I didn't catch that. So thank you. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah, he's like looking to see other incidents of people exhibiting like superpowers. Yeah. More or less. It hasn't said outright that he has them. We just assume, knowing yeah. what the show's about. Yeah. Or not knowing in Chance's case. Yeah, not knowing originally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're, So they're just like, no, you're not going to go out for the football team. Um, he's like, mm, that, that stinks. He doesn't really mope. He's not a moper. No, he's just kind of angry. He's like, I would give anything to be normal. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he so goes to get the bus. Yeah, he's what? heading out to the bus, but he uh, watches it drive away. So mm-hmm. poor Clark, I guess he's not going to make it to school on time. Oh, wait, well, he can attention. run super fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, then we're introduced to two new characters. Uh, one 
a prominent comic book character, Pete Ross, um, who really right. held Whitney's role in comics. Um, he was like Clark's best friend, but who used to bully him. Um, so that's a, something that I, I found odd immediately upon the show because we had just gotten off of a run of comics just a few years before where Pete Ross was the vice president to Lex Luthor's president. Huh, interesting. And he was married to Lana Lang and he was like the all-star like small town boy. Mm-hmm. So making him kind of like black and nerdy <laughs> was an interesting thing for interesting the show choice. to do. Yeah. But I like it. I liked it. I like the Pete in Smallville a lot. Yeah, I do I like too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so now we also meet um, Chloe. Chloe is entirely made up for this uh-huh. show. She does eventually join the comics though. Yeah, but never very long. Mm-hmm. They well, never know what to do with her. Yeah, for reasons. Yeah. I don't know when all that stuff came out or when we're going to get into all that. Yeah. Do we want to get into the Allison Mack thing now or save it for the end? Oh, gosh. We know you have feelings. I've got feelings about it. We'll save it. Okay. We'll save it for the end. Um, (laughs) We'll tease her. Just going to keep them hooked. So just for everybody who doesn't know at home, Allison Mack is Chloe Sullivan, a brand new character for this show and the longest running character on the show other than Clark. Yeah. She will be in nine and a half seasons mm-hmm. of this show. Yeah, what about Annette O'Toole? In, she, she she's not in and out, though. Yeah, yeah, she's not in as many episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Chloe's like in all of them. She's super important. Yeah. She, she becomes a recurring character in season 10, but and instead of a main character. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I remember that. It's been a while, as we said. But they're taking a bet if Clark's going to be late or not. Mm-hmm. And he was. And so Pete won, I think. Yeah, because he bet against his friend. Uh-huh. Um, and he said, statistical fact, if Clark moved any slower, he'd be extinct. <laughs> Which is a really sad thing when you think about the fact that his entire species is extinct. Uh, <laughs> he just was, he was just fast enough. <laughs> he was, uh, if he moved any no. slower, he would have been extinct. I'm sure that is. Yikes, Pete. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yikes, writers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they get to school and who should be there but clark yeah he made it he made it and he's oh i took a shortcut yeah i took a shortcut chloe is skeptical Uh chloe chloe is already kind of on high alert Mm -hmm. about well everything but certainly about clark yeah Yeah. (laughs) through what a black hole (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and pete's fine with it he's just like like, of course what do you mean Um, we do get the introduction here of a recurring plot that's going to be going, which is Pete like nervously asks Chloe to the dance, but just as friends, just as friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they see Lana mm-hmm. and Clark is going to go talk to her and they take another bet, like mm-hmm. five seconds until he... Uh, mm-hmm. Ten seconds or five seconds. Uh, until he like biffs it basically in front of lana mm-hmm. and he does he just falls right over yeah and at first you think oh he's just clumsy which is kind of like that clark kent persona of the comics mm-hmm. he's sort of like bumbling bumbling yeah. usually he's tactically bumbling you know i'm gonna yeah no one would ever think that we're the same person like <laughs> superman and i because i'm just oafish and he's so graceful and powerful mm-hmm. um but he's well, over there with lana. thank you um he's with lana he drops his books and she's like oh nietzsche didn't know you had a dark side freshman in high school reading Nietzsche <laughs> and she's like I don't know are you man or Superman he's like I haven't figured it out yet reference wall reference yeah. that, that definitely goes on the reference wall oh yeah 
Um, the first time the name is dropped. I did. I do know a little bit about this. So they couldn't say the name as a direct reference to him being Superman because um, they own they they bought the rights to a lot of the characters to use, but they didn't buy the rights to any of the Superman stuff. So in the first, they won't use the actual S shield. They'll yeah. use an eight instead. Um, and it's because they hadn't bought the rights to anything Superman. They had only bought the rights to the Superboy license, which includes all of the Smallville stuff. Huh. I knew that. Okay. And even through the whole show, mm-hmm. he's never called Superman. No. Until the very, very, very end. I don't think they ever. They're not even say, but that's when you like see him sort of mm-hmm. in the red and blue. But even in later seasons, he's like the blur, yeah. the red, blue, blur. And mm-hmm. apparently it's all because if they do it, it's going to cost them a lot of money. Oh, but they're okay. able to say Superman here because they're referencing Nietzsche. Yeah, because yeah. of referencing Nietzsche. And they'll do it again later on this season with Man of Steel, but they're referencing, um, oh, what's his face, the Russian? I don't know. Stalin. A lot of them. Stalin. Uh, yes, that old Superman comparison <laughs> to Joseph Stalin. Um, I guess the Iron Curtain. I don't know. Well, I think Stalin actually means steel. I mean, I could see that. So he was known as the Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. We also see though when he falls at, with Lana that she has like a necklace yeah. with a glowing green rock. What could that be? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. This, this introduces you to what I call my three rules of Smallville. This is the first one. Anything green is kryptonite. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yep. It's a rule that never changes. We, we mm-hmm. teach that to our, our students in music class. We have some rules that never change. And that is a rule that never changes in Smallville. Yep. Everything yeah. green is kryptonite. There's one more. <laughs> the third rule doesn't come up in this episode, but we'll get to the second rule, which does come up later. Okay. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, at least in the first several seasons, they don't ever call it kryptonite. No, it's, it's always meteor, meteor rock. Yeah. Later they call it kryptonite. Yeah. Like after season three or so. I don't know. When Clark finds out more about what's really happened. Um, yeah. So they kind of talk. Clark is very distressed. Lana's boyfriend comes and like talking with her about his English paper, and Clark is just like, hoo, hoo, hoo. acting very strange. Uh-huh. Always, all of a sudden, kind of sick like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows why? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then who should show up? But the Pete Ross character in comics, but in this show, another one made up entirely for this show, Whitney Foreman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he kind of talks with Lana, and then they go about there. Yeah. They they, they just business. make out right in front of Clark. You no, know, <laughs> I mean it's. It's high school. What are you supposed to do? It's the CW. I am fairly certain I would mock two kids for kissing in our halls. Like, are you for real right now? <laughs> uh, so anyway, but yeah, and Whitney throws him one of his books, and he just drops them all again. Uh-huh. Poor guy. <laughs> um, it really quick. I did notice something that I have never noticed before in this pilot. Watching it, um, when you look and you see the meteors falling to Earth. This is something I completely forgot I noticed. You can see that most of them have like a tinge of green in them, but there are two meteors that I counted because I paused. There are two meteors that I counted that have red tinges. And there is one meteor that has a blue tinge. Nice. I never noticed that before. I hadn't either. That'll come up later. Yep. Gotta gotta do another rewatch. 
<laughs> yeah, if rewatch you watch the rewatch, if you just pause like the the one right before the meteor shower actually happens, they're all in space. Yeah, there's a there are two red that I found and one blue meteor. Man, I love red kryptonite, Clark. <laughs> I I can't wait for those episodes. Yeah, can't, I can't wait. wait until we get there. Isn't that the start of season three? Uh, start of season it, no red is in two. Red is in season two. He get does do he does have he like has it for a long time though. Ends the start of season start of season three when you see Metropolis and stuff. That's where they play girls don't like boys, girls like cars and money, which is (laughs) that's a fun song. (laughs) It is. Um, but yeah. So is that everything that happens? I think so. Um, at the school. Is this when we see Lex? Yeah, and then cut to Lex. Mm -hmm. Older now, obviously driving a Porsche, Michael Rosenbaum. Mm-hmm. Such a great Love job. Love him. Love him. Both our leads, like our leading male mm-hmm. in this show, Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum, are just fantastic. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum has a podcast now called Inside of You, um, where he uh, interviews just a, a celebrity mm-hmm. um, every episode. And I've ne- I never listened to it except when he's interviewing Tom Welling. And he's done it three times and he's done the podcast for three years. And apparently they're just buddies. Oh, I like, love that. That's fun. In the very first episode, he's talking to him like, come do a convention with me. Like, these things are great and they pay a lot. He's like, man, I don't know. I just like, I don't really want to be known as like the convention guy. And then for the last three years, he's been doing a lot of conventions with Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs> and they talk about it almost every time, how much fun it is to do it together. Awesome. He, he, I feel like he was a very private person. Yeah. he he's, he's always been a very private person. And he um, talks about how like, doing the conventions and seeing how much people love the show and like actually talking to fans instead of fans just being this like amorphous thing mm-hmm. has really actually given him a renewed love for Smallville. Oh, good. So maybe he's listening to this right now. Yeah. I like to think you, that he is. If you are, I want you to know that you're my Superman, Tom Welling. <laughs> you are my Superman. Dean Kane, who? Dean I, Kane. I've watched a lot of different superhero things with a lot of different Supermen and you're the best. Yeah, so thank true. you, Tom Molly. Tom Molly, come on the show. Mm-hmm. On. If you're if you're listening out there, go ahead and come on the show. Yeah, open invitation. <laughs> open invitation to come on the show. You and Michael Rosenbaum. We yes. will also go on Michael. Also, Rosenbaum. my favorite Lex for sure. Uh, he I'm is happy. the best Lex. He's the like, best. So good. But here he is in the show. We see him as an adult, still yeah. bald. He doesn't really do anything. He just kind of arrives and says, uh-huh. "Thanks, Dad." Yeah, because there's Lex Corp has some sort of facility in yeah, small a fertilizer plant it says fertilizer plant yeah and he gets there and he looks around he's like thanks dad and he walks in and then the music gets a little ominous and it like pans to his plate and it's like lex okay <laughs> all <laughs> right it's a little heavy-handed but all right but i'll take it um and then we're back at school is it football practice yeah and pete is like all geared up and no. You're, you're skipping the part where Tom Welling is very creepily watching. Well, I was about to say that Tom's up in, That's not the, Tom Welling, Clark Kent's up in the stands Clark's, like watching. Clark's got some creepy, creepy things that in this rewatch I am more aware of that <laughs> as a woman makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Clark. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's not great. No. I mean, it's very true to young outsider boy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, for sure. I've known lots of guys who like go places just to maybe get a glimpse of their crush. 
I'm talking more about the the telescope looking across the lawn to her house. That's oh yeah, that, that's, that's weird. weird. That's yeah. a bit. That's a bit much. Not to mention you're far. Superman and you don't need a telescope. You could just look. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later this episode. <laughs> but that's just not vis- that's that's not visually telling us the the story. You need the telescope to yeah. let the audience know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So he. I don't even. What happens here? Not a lot. Just Pete's going out for the team. Yeah. Clark makes fun of him, tells him he looks like the tackle dummy. It's true. Uh-huh. He does. <laughs> he does look like that. He's not wrong. And then he's like, good luck. And he uh-huh. just... Because they're wanting to be on the football team so that they can avoid being the scarecrow. Yeah. Which is the thing that still happens. You'd think they'd put an end to it. Yeah, when one of after, the boys gets into uh, a coma. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Creek gets meteored out in the field. Yeah, you'd, you'd think that would be the end and of say, that. say, hey, you know, maybe... Maybe you should stop. Mm-hmm. Although we've all lived in small towns. Well, I don't know about you, Kendall, but we've lived in small towns and they would probably find some excuse to be like, oh, boys will be boys. Well, I was <laughs> thinking like, oh, we got to keep the tradition alive now because oh. it's uh-huh. because someone disappeared, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in their honor. Yeah, we have to keep it going. It's um, the Jeremy Creek Scarecrow tradition. <laughs> In his honor. Memorial Jeremy Creek. <laughs> Memorial Jeremy Creek hazing. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure there's somewhere that that's, they've thought along those very similar lines. Yeah, yeah. Because we, you know, like the small small towns, you, you get those traditions that are maybe not good or bad. And they like idolize Mm-hmm. to find reasons to keep them around big time so yes but then so this is when clark leaves and like is walking across the bridge and everything mm-hmm. right yeah. he's like staring wistfully off the bridge thinking yeah. about how can my life be so wrong just want to be normal uh-huh. yeah. yeah and then this scene is a lot more drawn out than i remember uh-huh. it being i remember it being like real fast yeah but, like, they cut to so many different things uh-huh. happening and i'm just like just make it happen like, <laughs> I don't need all this. <laughs> yeah, there's like the truck coming one way, and you can see it's like loose. Whoever put the straps holding it down didn't thump them and say, This isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Because it's about to fly off the back. Yep. And Lex is driving real fast. And, and Clark is whisked cranking the music. Back to the truck and texting. <laughs> um, was he texting or just talking on the phone? He was grabbing his phone. Oh, yeah. He was like looking at it. Um, and then the like a roll of barbed wire falls off the back mm-hmm. of the truck in the road. Lex looks up and he's like, oh no. And he tries to swerve, hits it, hits Clark mm-hmm. and goes right off the bridge. Yeah. Um, they both fly. Fly off the bridge. And then they're in the water and you see Clark like rip the roof of the Porsche off and pull Lex out. Mm-hmm. Tries giving him mouth to mouth. Always start with compressions yeah. when you're doing CPR. Don't start with the breathing. Compressions first. Actually, they don't really even recommend the breathing anymore. I just had my CBR class last year and they're like, this is a thing you can do, but compressions are more important. Uh-huh. It's like if you just do compressions, because mm-hmm. we know it can be useful, but compressions is, if all you're doing is compressions, that's something. Yeah. What an informative podcast. Yeah. That's what <laughs> we're here. I think if anything, we're a CPR podcast <laughs> with a Smallville, like, a little Smallville on the side. Yeah. yeah this is our, this is our new segment where we, uh, <laughs> we, we just, we critique all the first aid that we see. On the <laughs> we, we, we critique the first aid. <laughs> he did have a nice little palm lace, like one hand laced over the other as he was compressing. Our listeners can't see, but you're doing. But I'm job. doing. A, I'm doing it exactly uh, like. Uh, you did. Uh, 
Uh, staying alive. Yeah. Staying alive. That's what they teach you. <laughs> I am actually so impressed that Oklahoma requires CPR uh, classes to graduate now. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. I, that's such a, like, a necessary skill to uh-huh. have. It's like, yeah. I never in my life have I had to do it, mm-hmm. but it's better to know yeah. for in that moment if I do. So, but yeah, maybe he had to take a CPR What if you go into cardiac arrest right now? Yeah. I can save your life. You could save my life. I'm sorry, I can't help you because I'm not in the same room, but Cameron, <laughs> That's all right. you, Cameron you call 911. You better save chance. You better, yes, Kendall, I can do that. You call 911. Yes. That's the first thing you do, actually. That is. Is there an AED? There's you're, not. You're with us in our hearts, so you can like kind of work on my heart. I will. I will. <laughs> I I've, I recently learned baby CPR, so I'm yes. just, one finger, two fingers, maybe. I'm ready for baby CPR. Hope I never have to do it on my baby. Yeah, that'd be oh, terrifying. That's super scary. But I hope I never have to do it on my fiance's five. <laughs> I hope I never have to do it on anyone ever. <laughs> Not but a doctor, baby, especially. Somebody else do this. I'll call nine one one. Uh, ambulance caller please (laughs) me call the ambulance you do cpr (laughs) you suck impressions can we train spots please thank you just kidding i would Uh, not do that if you were in in need of cpr i would try but lex comes to and he's like i thought i hit you he's like you just missed me and he's like if you would have i would have been and he like looks back at the bridge Dramatically, uh-huh. dramatic. Um, and then Jonathan Kent rolls up too. Yeah. I, Jonathan Kent and the Lex relationship is very, very complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a glimpse of it here, but it really unfolds in the following episodes oh, yeah. and seasons. We'll be, we'll be tracking it for sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come for the uh, come for the Smallville. Stay for the the Jonathan Kent Lex Luther. Mm-hmm. The drama. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah, but this is where we see another reference. Oh, yeah. They've like got the the first aid stuff, and they've got their blankets and the red, the red blanket. blanket. And then he has a red blanket on, but like a jacket on over that. And then he like tells Clark, Jonathan tells Clark to come. He like stands up, and as he's walking away, there's like the red blanket, almost like a cape. Yeah, like kind of flapping out there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, and one of my favorite lines in the entire series is right here. Like, that's a, quite an extraordinary boy you've got there. He saved my life. If there's anything I can do, let me know. And he's like, drive slower. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you can do. Don't be an idiot. Which I honestly feel like probably changes Lex's life a little bit. <laughs> like, that moment. That's one of those moments that just like would stick with you, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's a good one for the reference wall. Mm-hmm. Just pin it put up it up there. Um, the, I think it's really interesting that the visual language of this show is already very established. Like again, cause it's like they, they had the show so much more figured out than you would think in a normal pilot. Um, cause one of the things the small is always praised for is like the city scenes are always kind of like harsher lit mm-hmm. and kind of um, less saturated. And Smallville is always like really saturated in these warm colors. Golden. Yeah. And Clark is always wearing red, blue, or yellow. Like, unless something is wrong with clark he's always wearing one of those colors and all of that it's here from the very beginning they just they've already got it all figured out in this pilot which is probably why it's so good Mm -hmm. and from here where do we go um i think should have written some things down i think it's this one is it the telescope or is this when we see uh jeremy creek claim another victim uh that's first right. victim. I, th- I think this is the jeremy 
Creek because we. I guess yeah, it's mention, his first one. Maybe his first victim. Yeah, we forgot to mention that at the end of the scene at the school, when everyone goes into their classrooms, um, the scarecrow boy is there and he smashes the glass and takes a picture. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, oh, now yeah. we now we cut to Jeremy in a it's like an auto body shop, an auto yeah. body shop, um, with that same picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. The autobody guy is not very nice. No. But at the same time, this very creepy guy just suddenly appeared. Yeah. But he's still... But he's still pretty rude. Yeah, he's still a bully. He's like, he looks like that scarecrow kid. Like, <laughs> he's still leaving just... nothing to chance. Yeah. Like, we want you to know for sure that this is what's happening. <laughs> Did you see the connection, audience? Okay, good. <laughs> this is that guy from the earlier scene. Yeah. There's like several flashbacks, too, to him being like strung up and you're just like we get it uh, we know we see they're spelling it out um yeah but he was going to beat him up i guess and then he ends up electrocuting him yeah like you do um don't know if he died or not well yeah i think we can assume we can assume he died population forty five thousand, even <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep um so yeah this are we have our first freak of the week Yep, we definitely yeah, yeah. have yeah, we are our villain for the for the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think the next scene is the telescope. Uh-huh. Clark is creepily gazing at Lana across the field, whatever <laughs> their properties. And then it cuts to Whitney um, surprising Lana, and she's like, "Don't let Aunt Nell catch you out here." Mm-hmm. It's like I'll be gone so quick. They kind of talk. Mm-hmm. We find out about her meteor rock necklace. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a bit morbid when you think about it. <laughs> I like her reasoning; <clears throat> it's cute. <laughs> the bad luck. There's no. There's no bad luck left. That that reasoning. Yeah. 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 That was. I mean, I guess it. I mean, that's like if logical. Bruce Wayne wore the bullet casings for the bullets that killed his parents around his <laughs> neck. It's just a bit dark. No, no, no. that wasn't like an act of nature. I guess. Um, Still, but I mean. I feel like in therapy, owning your trauma is a big part of it. And I feel like that's what she's doing. She's like owning her trauma. Mm -hmm. She's saying like, I have control over what this means to me now. Uh Who did that Smallville had such, you know, deep mental health, like. That's pretty groundbreaking. Things to say. Yeah. (laughs) Way to go, Smallville. Post 9-11 world. We're going to go deep, guys. This is only the service. This is our first ever podcast (laughs) that we've ever recorded. I think we're doing, I think we're killing it. I think we're killing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so they, there's actually a really interesting moment here where like Lana wants to talk about Clark and how Clark saved Lex's life. Mm -hmm. And Whitney's like, I just don't want to be another has been from Smallville. And it's like, okay, way to make it about you, dude. Uh-huh. Good job. Like, he's just, he, when he's interested in his own thing right now. Mm-hmm. Way to make me not really care about you, this person. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's pretty much the end of that episode. They just talk about mm-hmm. how Whitney. Yeah, and she gives him her necklace. Mm-hmm. To, for the big game on mm-hmm. Saturday. Good luck Good for the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No bad luck. High school football on a Saturday. In like the heartland, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, because that's like college, college football time. But was it in two thousand one? I have no idea. I, I think it. Guess. I think it has been okay. for a really long time. Saturday is college football day. Yeah, all of our games in high school were on Fridays, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. But maybe it's just different in DC world. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's an extra day of the week. <laughs> yeah, eight days yeah. a week. 
the Beatles song. Everybody was like, this is eight eight days a week. I like a it. Week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Clark looks sad. And I, I feel like then he's walking home from school the next day, right? Am, am I missing a scene? I don't think so. I think, I think that's, when they yeah. get the truck. It yeah. cuts to, to when he gets the truck, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So it co- I feel like there's a scene in between, but. There may be not. This is why we should write things down. Okay, we'll know for future podcasts. Right? We will get better, I promise. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but Just up. Just like Lionel <laughs> Luther. We didn't we didn't say we were your well prepared hosts of the week. We're the freaks of the week. Mm-hmm. Right. Freaking. Um, Freaking out. But yeah, so the next one, he's walking home. He passes like a new truck with a bow on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, who's that from? And his mom's like, your new friend, Lex. Yeah. He gets this card. With an LL on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, where's the key? And she's like, your dad has it. Oh, no. And he goes to see his dad. And he's throwing it in the wood chipper. No, mm-hmm. he's throwing the I key. I kind of looked away for a second. <laughs> I was like, did he throw the key in the wood chipper? No. I don't think the key went in there. What a power <laughs> Just... move, though, if he did. It's like, hello, son. <laughs> <laughs> he's being whipped through the wood chipper. Uh, throwing the key. We don't know. Maybe he's like, I thought you were coming a while ago. I already... I destroyed the shoes. <laughs> Clark gives the key to Lex later on. That's the spare. <laughs> He's like, ah, crap, I got to give this back. I need to get a new key made. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. Jonathan's wood chipping. Uh-huh. <laughs> not keys, just wood. <laughs> Probably not good for a wood chipper to put keys in there. And Clark is just pleading with him, like, let me keep this truck. Uh-huh. I earned it. <laughs> Like, oh, so you think you deserve a prize just for doing the right thing? He's like, no, but the Luthers can afford it. Uh-huh. And I I feel like if you don't know that Jonathan hates the Luthers, which you don't at this point, but I feel like it would be much more like, why is he being such a, a hard butt about this? Uh-huh. Like, a billionaire is giving you a car. Okay, cool. Yeah. But What's Jonathan can't, like, this is just the start of, of him just showing his class. Jonathan Kent just having that that moral compass that you absolutely can see he passes on to Clark in all these these seasons and like you mentioned Superman has all these reasons to to use his powers for maybe not so good but because of his upbringing and I believe because of the Jonathan and the Martha in his life like he Mm -hmm. he does so much good and I think this episode like just starts that that relationship already yeah (laughs) it's actually something that Smallville understands better than like small or uh, a Superman in pop culture has understood basically since then, because you've got the man of steel where he's like all morally conflicted and all alien. And it's never been the Superman that I enjoy. And it's not how Superman has classically been betrayed. Portrayed. Portrayed. Thank you. He's been betrayed. Um, It it, it is always this, like he is an immigrant who had really good parents and now has like an impeccable moral compass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just like what's fun about it. Yeah. He has a character. Yeah. I don't, I don't want my Superman to brood. Sorry, Zack Snyder. But you do get to see like Clark be a teenager and be like, but dad, why can't I have this car? Or, like whatever. Yeah. And so like, it's not, he's not, it's not that big of a deal. But then, you know, Jonathan coming in, like, no, like you don't do good things and then expect you to be owed something. And so it's just, I think seeing Clark as a teenager growing into that Superman character is really cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then he said, he says like, we're just going to have normal lives, son, or something like that. And Clark's like, the word normal just triggers the boy. (laughs) (laughs) 
He tries to get the keys out of the wood chipper. <laughs> in Arm in, grab the key. Yeah. He's like, yeah. normal? What about this is normal? And then shoves his hand in the wood chipper. And then yeah. Jonathan comes to try to help him pull it out. Okay, I did have a, like, a question about that. I, Jonathan runs over to like go help him. He knows it's not going to hurt him, right? I, I don't think the full extent of Clark's powers mm. is like... Understood. Understood. Okay. I think they just... Say that he's like, that's my wood chipper, man. <laughs> don't break, break my wood, wood chipper. chipper. <laughs> he's not worried about Clark. Okay, got it. I, I definitely think like they know he's different but they don't know the extent to which he's different because like, I feel like they're surprised when they learn that the car hit him and he was fine. Okay. okay. Yeah. You don't get to, a lot of opportunity to test that in your normal everyday That's life. Fair. The, uh, the strength probably is the one thing they really know about mm-hmm. speed probably too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just watching it this time. I was like, does he know that's not gonna, <laughs> but that makes sense. He, he hasn't tested out that power yeah. yet. Yeah. Oh, do you just put your arm in a wood chipper? Yeah. Probably not too often. And Clark's like, what part of this is normal? I didn't dive in after Alexa's car. It hit me at 60 miles an hour. And they all just look befuddled. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'd give anything to be normal. And this is one of the things that maybe like the grass is greener on the other side. Oh my goodness. You can run at the speed of sound, lift cars, and you're indestructible. Poor you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. Poor you. I just want to be normal. What are you talking about? Like, this isn't the kind of weird where, like, you have a third eye. <laughs> you look like Tom Welling and you run fast. Like, you have so many your muscles. life is not so bad. <laughs> you're 14 and you look like this. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. <laughs> I mean, but I also get, you know, being different in high school is hard, but like... Mm-hmm. But also different, but like the stuff he's good at, his parents don't let him go out for football. Like yeah. he'd probably be great at football. Oh, for um, sure. It's like that in The Incredibles when they don't let Dash do anything. Mm-hmm. And he, it's like the sticking point for him where he's just like, why can't I just do it? Like I'd be really good at it. And they're like, well, that's not the point. Yeah. Um, so they're just wanting to fit in. Yeah. And even if that would mean playing football, that would be fitting in in a way. When I said he's just sort of outcast. But again, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. You could have lava hair or something. <laughs> yeah, like elf ears. <laughs> like, but no, you're you're fine. <laughs> um, and then they decide that it's time. Mm-hmm. So they, this is when they tell him he's an alien. Mm-hmm. They found a spaceship with a little plate that has some characters on it that they. It's no human language. Yeah, it's no human language. Um, and then he's like, where did you stash my ship? In the attic. The storm cellar. <laughs> Actually, this, this is also the second time in this episode where we've like answered a question with a dramatic look. They're like, where are my parents from? And Jonathan like drops his head and then looks into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I get it in visual storytelling, but uh-huh. we can't do that here, but they can do it on the show. Yeah. yeah. So they go to the storm cellar and they have like, just a big rock. Like doesn't look like a ship at all. Mm-hmm. Just a, a rock. Um, it will look much more like a ship later. <laughs> it's just a rock. Nice. Dad, are you sure? <laughs> Am I being punked right now? <laughs> yeah. And then is uh, that a thing yet? I think so. punked was a thing. Yeah, punked was yeah, a I thing. Don't know when I think it was a late nineties thing. Surely, because around two thousand one is when MTV stops mattering entirely. <laughs> um, no offense, TRL. I love you. 
Um, yeah, so they, so he gets really like angry and confused, which understandable. Like you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're an alien. He's like, you should have told me. And he super speeds off. Mm-hmm. And then he's next scene. He's like in a, the graveyard, mm-hmm. really sad for some and, reason. And all of a sudden, it's apparently very foggy and creepy mm-hmm. and. I'm not quite sure why they went with the the creepy route because it's not a creepy scene. Like it's a really kind of sweet scene, mm-hmm. but they definitely set the mood for like creepy graveyard. Maybe it is like that surprise of like, uh-huh. but yeah. And uh, we get another reference for the wall of references here. Oh, and I missed my one earlier. So, okay. I'll go back. Circle to back. But the uh, Lana's like, where are you? And then like it cuts to Clark and he's got like, perfectly framed with angel wings uh-huh love that love that <laughs> shot yeah um yeah which is a thing like media loves to do this with superman make his cape look like angel wings like have him like what we're gonna put it on uh the wall later but have him strung up in a crucified mm-hmm. like manner his jesus yeah yeah um if you yeah, watch snyder borrows from that if you watch the Snyder movies, you're like, we get it, Snyder. He's an allegory for Jesus. Like, <laughs> stop. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so <laughs> we got to put that up. And then, this is the one I never caught before, but if you look during the bridge scene, one of the things they do is they zoom in on the sign for the bridge's name, and it is the Loeb Bridge, which Jeff Loeb oh, uh-huh. was uh a very prominent still is a very prominent superman writer oh cool um, Fun. so the, the low bridge. bridge jeff low neat little nod cool yeah i I, ne- I had never caught that before i did not know that that bridge in the fur in the first episode had a name but here here we are we know it now so that's two more references for the for the wall of references for the wall of references that um, we'll be building out over 10 seasons so. mm-hmm. It's going to be huge. Four years of our lives. <laughs> or more. Um, but who should be in the graveyard but Lana? Riding a horse to the graveyard. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> um, she's there. She's like, don't think it's weird, but I come to talk to my parents. Mm-hmm. Which, that's not weird. It may be weird to do it in the dead of night when there's yeah, fog everywhere. Foggy graveyard night. In the creepy, creepy night. But Knowing some cool. of the directions her character goes in later, it's a bit telling. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She does become a witch and a vampire. And a vampire and a cyber <laughs> warrior. Yeah. Something. She goes season, places. That later season takes a turn for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they, they lose track of what to do with Lana for a little bit. But she's great here. Yeah. I love her. I love, I love her Lana so much. in this first episode. Really the first few seasons. I just don't know why she has to whisper everything she says. It's true. She really she whispers everything. I, I can't. You can't sound threatening. Anyway. <laughs> you can't sound threatening at all. That's not what you're doing. And then it sound non-threatening. Just want to say, louder, louder, talk louder. Oh, trust me. I can whisper anyway. and sound threatening. <laughs> you boys cut that out. <laughs> That's how it usually goes when my wife is asleep because she works overnight. <laughs> and the boys are being loud. I'm like, you need to quiet down. <laughs> I love it. Um, they talk to Lana's parents. Um, she makes a joke about Clark being gay. It's probably the the worst aging thing in this entire episode, uh-huh. and it's not yeah. that bad. So. Yeah, it's like my dad asks if you have a girl problem, and then he asks if you have a boy problem. He's got a <laughs> twisted sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, that really was the only joke that I was like, eh, that didn't age great. But yeah, that's, that's the only thing about this entire pilot. 
Well, maybe the music accompaniment of the scenes hasn't aged. No, it's all good. <laughs> no, the music is bomb, Lifehouse. and I'm not sure why we haven't talked about it yet. When we get to Lifehouse, oof, oh yeah, that <laughs> got me going. That's just that is good. this show. That song, it, it's ch- and church skits. So good, so good. <laughs> uh, I w- well, I'll tell you a story about that song later. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then. Lana just reveals a lot about her character and her own mm-hmm. insecurities in this. And Clark is there for her. Yeah, and he like encourages her. She's even like, this is the longest conversation we've ever had. And that's because she doesn't have the meteor rock necklace yeah. on because she gave it to Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they part ways that he like walks her back to her house and she kisses him on the cheek. But then who should be standing in on the porch but Whitney? Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's ticked. He's not having it. We know who the next Scarecrow's gonna be now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we are... I think Clark takes the truck back. Uh-huh, yeah, he takes the truck back. Lex is fencing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like you do. Mm-hmm. Like when you're a rich person. Like <laughs> but he's just like, sorry, Lex, I just can't accept this. Mm-hmm. He's like, why is it the wrong color? <laughs> and he's like, no... It, it's not any of that. And he's like, ah, your dad doesn't like me, does he? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. How very astute of you, Lex, that you picked up on that. And then Clark's just trying to get out of there, but Lex is keeping him around. He's like, you ask him questions. Then we get a, a pin on the reference board where he says, do you believe a man can fly? He's mm-hmm. like, people can't fly, Lex. And he talks about when he was in the water and his heart stopped for two minutes and he just flew over, uh, Smallville. Flew over Smallville. So it's just kind of like this ideation and that sort of thing. Yeah. And he said Smallville was the first place, like when he saw it that way, it was the first place ever that didn't seem like a dead end. And he thinks Clark's important to that. So, oh man. He wants them to be friends, buddies, best buddies. Yeah. And uh, he is 21 and Clark is 15 or 16 <laughs> or 14 or 15. Okay. Is that is that the age he's supposed to be? 21? Yeah, so he's okay. nine in the, they say, uh, I've been bald ever since I was nine. Okay. Um, and then he, it goes 12 years later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is normal, <laughs> normal stuff. The age difference is a little bit. You, child. <laughs> but then yeah. again, he looks like Tom Welling, and so you forget that he's like 14 or 15. Yeah, he's probably like, this kid's got to be in college. <laughs> he's yeah. at least 19 or 20, so it's fine. Yeah. We're of an age. Yeah, we're of an age of each other. I'm 21, you're 20-something, probably. <laughs> At least 30. Um, and now we cut to, from there, after this conversation, they're kind of outside of a place and someone's being carted off by the paramedics and they've just been electrocuted. Yeah, and they, uh, Pete sees someone, I was going to say Chloe, but no, it's Pete who sees him and he's like, Who's that guy? Who's that creepy like, guy? I don't know. Let's take Chloe a holds her camera up very obviously and just takes the picture <laughs> yeah. of the Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Creek. And then it cuts immediately to his yearbook photo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jeremy Creek, he has been in a coma for 12 years. Yeah, because he was the scarecrow when the meteor hit. Mm-hmm. And electrolyte some, imbalance. Something about an electrolyte imbalance didn't let him age? No okay. aging. Incredible. Being in the coma, you don't age, obviously. Yeah. That's how that's how they work. Did I say in anacoma? In anacoma. For for the longest time of my life, I thought it was called a coma. I thought it was A C O M A. A coma. Yeah, anacoma is a town in Michigan. Okay. I believe that. You shouldn't. (laughs) You've been telling me you've been researching a lot about Michigan lately, so I wouldn't doubt it. Anacoma, Michigan. Anacoma. (laughs) Who's Sarah Kaya comes in? 
gosh. It's an office reference. Uh, we, yeah, well, Office Ladies is doing a good job of that rewatch, so I guess we won't do an office rewatch. <laughs> yeah, we'll, but we'll if, so, have that if so, I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then Clark's like, why would any of this be happening? And Pete's like, we got to show him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chloe brings him in and he's like, it started as a scrapbook and just kind of evolved and it's mm-hmm. this whole wall of like newspaper clippings there's are clippings of all the weird stuff happening around smallville you see the time magazine cover with little lana just mm-hmm. distraught because her parents just got blasted to smithereens very comedically <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's no over here. there's a glint in her eye i want to know who took that picture uh-huh. in that moment I, yeah i just i want to know who to, who had their camera i was like sad girl <laughs> Yeah. This is what the world needs to see. It wasn't like a time, even in 2001, it wasn't a time where like you camera had, phones. No. I didn't get my Someone was prepared with a camera during uh-huh. a meteor shower. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. But they, they got it. But it's like just talking about all the weird stuff that kind of happens around Smallville. Yeah. And I think the seed is planted in Clark's mind in the graveyard that like, mm-hmm. oh, dang. I came here in the meteor shower. Yeah. And she which took, he just found out. Yeah. Um, which he just found out. And I think he's like, has the full realization while looking at the wall, like, oh crap. Like I'm responsible. For mm, all this is my responsibility yeah. to care for mm-hmm. in some yeah. way now, which is not fair. You were a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't blow yeah. up your planet. Yeah. Brainiac did question mark. It depends on the continuity. Brainiac <laughs> is my favorite person to have blown up the planet yes sometimes zod does it sometimes Sometimes does it just happen yeah sometimes it just happens so you know planets blow up from time to time (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so he's like he's like this is all my fault and he runs off yes but then as he goes out who should be there there's a hand on his shoulder whitney whitney whatever's last name is foreman whitney foreman i had to relook it up don't come on the show Mm -mm. oh whitney um, it's so, uh, and we'll get there. We're going to do this podcast for a long time. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. We don't have to talk about it all today. Yeah, we've been but going for a while. Whitney's wearing there. Whitney's wearing Lana's necklace, so of course mm-hmm. Clark, Clark can't is. fight back. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "You want Lana? This is as close as you're ever going to get to her." And slaps the necklace. Yes, on this her. very important thing that my girlfriend gave me for good luck. I'm going to give it to this guy that I hate. Yeah, yeah. smart smart way to put it. On Clark, I guess, writers. I guess it was the uh-huh. best they could come up with. <laughs> Smart way to end your relationship, Whitney. It's yeah. true. Yeah, I guess he's just so jealous mm-hmm. that they walked and talked one time. Uh-huh. Gosh. She kissed him chastely upon the cheek. <laughs> but I saw what was there. <laughs> yeah. And who should see this all happening but Jeremy mm-hmm. Creek? Yeah, they pull him in a truck and throw him in the back and take off. There's Jeremy. <clears throat> this is when we see it right in the field Mm -hmm. where he's strung up, but he's got the red S painted on his chest. Yeah. So this is two references, the, the crucified reference and the, and the S on the chest. Yeah. And the S on the chest reference. Run from it means hope. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And he's uh, Jeremy comes. He's like, it won't stop. It never stops. I thought if I killed them, it would stop. It's like, what? What? This doesn't even make sense. Like, could, could you let me down? <laughs> <laughs> Help? No? 
I can't let you down. I have to go kill everyone. Yeah. That's the only way it's going to stop. I can't let you down though. You're safer here. And uh, then he leaves, but who should catch a glimpse of him, but Lex, Mm -hmm. who just in case we haven't had enough flashbacks to know he was the original scarecrow boy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Lex has a flashback. That's the scarecrow boy. And then (laughs) here's Clark calling for help. Uh So he comes and he does let him down. Mm -hmm. He's, much more capable of untying someone from a pole yes. at 21 than he was at nine. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he, <laughs> he gets to untied. redeem himself. Uh-huh. And then the necklace comes off mm-hmm. and Clark is suddenly restored and refreshed. He has no idea why. No, he has no clue why. He's like, I have to go. So he throws his clothes on. Yeah. And, and runs, off. runs off. And Lex is like, what just happened? Yeah, this is so weird. What is this town? Yeah. <laughs> why do I like this guy again? <laughs> whether i want to be friends with him uh yeah and then the rest i don't really care about any of this because it's just the like the necessary fight scene mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah essentially jeremy's plan is to set off the sprinklers get everybody wet and then electrocute everyone yeah and like you do and uh yeah and clark stops him like he stops him and then he jeremy forgets who he is mm-hmm. he like runs through all of his powers i guess yeah He's just like, who, what, where am I? Who are you? And another just epic line, though. I'm Clark Kent, and you're in Smallville. (laughs) (laughs) Which I like that part. Oh, I forgot. The second rule of Smallville uh, that appears in this episode. Any excuse to take Clark's shirt off is a good one. That's true. (laughs) I can attest to that. I don't hate it. (laughs) Every. Every episode finds some good reason to take his shirt. You know, if I, I had like, his body, I would find any yeah. excuse too. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's with why my body, I want every excuse to keep it on. <laughs> but if the roles were reversed, take it off. Oh goodness. Um. Yeah. So Clark saved the day, and he's in his law. If you guys want to talk more about that fight scene, you can. I just didn't care enough. No, I feel like I mean, especially this first season, it's a lot of like you know, the freak of the week with some half-baked motivation to fight people or want to hurt somebody. And this one felt pretty half-baked as far as like, I want to kill everybody because of this thing some football players did to me. Yeah, okay. The only way that makes sense. (laughs) You're going to go kill some high schoolers that weren't even in high school when you were in high school? Okay, cool. Weren't even in school. Weren't even, okay. Sounds good. Whatever, whatever, Jeremy. Yeah. You don't watch, like, Smallville for the first two seasons will lean on this freak of the week thing. We'll get a lot of yeah. them. Um, some of them are going to be really good. There's some of them are great. Yep. I'm Those excited are... about Bug Boy coming up. Yep. That's the right next episode. <laughs> There's some really good freaks of the week, but most of them are pretty forgettable. And like they, they end with like an action scene where they use Clark super strength to throw things mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Like that's that's how all of them go. Like just imagine whatever powers we tell you you have. They come after Clark. It doesn't work on him. He throws them. He gets into some kryptonite, but then he gets out of some kryptonite, and then he throws them one more time and wins. Mm-hmm. flies around, and saves yeah. everyone. Yeah, but doesn't fly. No, no tights, no flights. <clears throat> Runs around and saves everyone. Um. So I don't, I don't feel the need to go over every action scene. Yeah. that's not what i'm here for yeah. that's not the drama of small no 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 um but yeah then he's in his loft though mm-hmm. and then who should appear behind him but lana she's yeah. like i told you i'd save you a dance he turns on the the lifehouse song uh-huh that's the song i think 
Cause you're all I want. You're all I need. You're everything. <laughs> Such a great song. So many youth groups singing that song. So uh-huh. doing that skit where your Jesus is protecting the person from all their sins, trying to beat him mm-hmm. up. What is happening? We'll what? talk about it later. We can talk about it now. That song. It's like this popular youth group skit where it's like jesus and this person they're like dancing and things are great and then their sins like call them off into wild living and then suddenly they all turn on that person or like beating them up and then jesus comes and like shields them from everything and then seems to be the you don't know this come on now don't you <laughs> no i got nothing <laughs> I'm so sad. I've never missed so much. In life. I thought this song was a Christian song. Is it? Is it not? Is so, it a pop song that Lighthouse became a Christian like song or what? So I, that, that brings me to my story about this song. We, <laughs> we had the same like friend group in college and one of our friends at a wedding, this song came on and he was like, why would they play this song here? This isn't a song about love. This is a song about Jesus. And me, <laughs> having grown up associating the song with this episode, sure, like because I had never, I, I wasn't going to uh, stuff like that. I was like, no, this song's about Clark and Lana. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually I, portrayed Jesus in one of those. Skits. I mean, I first heard it in a youth group like worship set, so oh. I I thought it was like a like a worship song. But then Jeez. you see it in this setting, and you're like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> See, yeah, this is the first time I ever heard this. That's album. the thing. It's like, are they talking about God? Mm. Or are they talking about a woman? Mm. Yeah. Either way. Plus one walked that line. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. They're but it turns out Lana isn't there. Mm-hmm. She's like, how oh, is it, Clark? Like, it's perfect. And then your noises and she's not there. Yeah, like they're all woo, go crows, caca, caca, um, cheering, and then she's on her doorstep across the way. Yes, which he does not need the telescope to see anymore. I'm wondering if this scene is like no, now he can see her with supervision. Maybe she does have that that long lingering look over her shoulder that we get to see. Yeah, he's before like, she goes inside. Thanks <laughs> for the dance, Lana, and she's like. <gasps> <laughs> like wait does lana have super hearing yeah. it, it is just a weird scene because like earlier he needed the telescope to see her and now he can just like he can see here. everything he's got his supervision he hasn't developed that yet because isn't that a plot point later yeah maybe only her he only has eyes for her right now yeah he only has supervision yep. for her. <laughs> he's like don't well don't need that telescope anymore mm-hmm. but then we have a slow pan up mm-hmm. into space while it's still playing the Lifehouse song. Mm-hmm. And that's the episode. Yep, that's the episode. Um, technically, <sighs> in most markets, the first two episodes aired together as like a movie. But oh. we, we've we never done this before. We didn't know how long it was going to take. So we chose not just to do the first one. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like that's smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this went longer than we thought. Who knew? I wasn't expecting Such a great episode, though. Mm-hmm. We have so much to talk about. It is a... It is such a solid pilot. Like it's kind mm-hmm. of ridiculous how solid this pilot is. Yeah, the the freak of the week is a little half baked, but he's really only there to like give us a little bit of action for the boys and mm-hmm. to like give Clark something to protect people from. Yeah, and w- the point is to develop Clark here in these first mm-hmm. seasons for sure, and mm-hmm. they do a great job of that. And they're just very fun. All the different powers and 
what's the meteor rock going to be able to make them do this time? I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Oh man. There's some great freaks of the week coming up. But, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's there to give Clark something to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But all in all, I think top to bottom, just like a really strong pilot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, what do you rate it out of 10 cam? I mean, it's hard to say because I mean, it is so good, but it like gets better. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't want to rate it a 10 meteor rocks out of 10 meteor rocks. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like a nine. Yeah. I feel like a nine. I mean, it is, it's just so good. Yeah. It's real good. It They had the magic from, from the get go. I think. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go eight. It lost a couple of points because of just not great motivation for, for the kind of villain character, but, uh, music was great. And the lines, while some were kind of cheesy, it was not overly cheesy. Like I kind of expected, like Mm -hmm. I felt, I felt like it was, you know, story was good. The interactions between people, the, the script was good. So I'm going, I'm going eight out of 10 meteor rocks on this one. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm also going to go eight. Um, the reasons being, I, th- I think you're right about the villain. And I also think like Whitney is just very one note, mm-hmm. like the jealous boyfriend that you don't know why the nice girl would actually be dating. Um, so they they kind of lose some points for me. Um, but I think it is just such a solid teen drama. Like mm-hmm. if it was just the solid teen drama with the Superman references, I think I would still like it. Mm-hmm. Degrassi, who needs you? <laughs> Yeah, I got small <laughs> Riverdale, what's that? But for real, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, I I give it I I'll give it eight. Um, I think it's really good. It may be my favorite episode of the first season. I can't remember every single episode of the first season, um, but it's real good. Yeah, I'm excited to rewatch these. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. Who's like? We need like a who's the best character like. An episode like MVP or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the for this episode only. Super, yeah, yeah. Who the Superman? Who? Yeah, who is the who Superman is the of this? Superman episode? or woman of this episode? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, who's the super person? It's hard for me to not like think ahead and yeah. just pick Jonathan Kent because of. <laughs> <laughs> I think the <laughs> for this episode are Jonathan Lex and Clark. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're all three really good. I think if Lana had a little more screen time, she could be a contender, mm-hmm. but she's just kind of a character to be fond over most of the episode. It, the scene in the, in the graveyard is great, mm-hmm. but so I think it comes down to those three. Yeah. Tough. I think I want to tilt it away from Lex just because we don't have a whole lot of him. Mm-hmm. Like he's there um, and he shows up, you know, he saves Clark mm-hmm. in the end, whatever. But and he, he's interesting and he's good. But I feel like especially Clark and Jonathan's whole scene with the wood chipper in particular, like that moment is just like mm-hmm. kind of pivotal. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Clark for me and we we'll, we'll take a vote. And the reason is I think Jonathan, if you take everything he does in this episode in light of what happens later in the series, like you, you kind of know his heart, but in this one, mm-hmm. he kind of just seems like he may have a stick up his butt. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't realize that they're showing, not telling. Yeah. That's they're showing, not telling. Okay. Um, I'd give it to Clark too. Are you okay? I was, trying to, I, I was trying to find a way to like, totally steer it to somebody else but no i think i think clark was at this time jeremy (laughs) jeremy Jeremy. creek oh that's the most out of left field pick 
Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think Clark gets it this time. Chloe, yeah. Chloe definitely uh, gets her moments later on in the series. I wanted, I wanted her. I, I, I thought she had more in this episode than mm-hmm. than she she ended up having. I guess she just becomes a bigger part later, but she definitely steered them towards the you know it being Jeremy and the wall of weird and everything. But really, her character was kind of small in this episode. Yeah, and I really do think all of the main cast will get an MVP as we do this show. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, for sure. I can absolutely. I can think of times when each character gets the chance to shine. Yeah. Who can forget when Pete shouts out, yeah, Remy Zero. <laughs> oh, school dance. Pete, Another one. School dance. So, yeah, that's right. That's right. Remy Zero. Um, so the title, title of this episode is Pilot, which uh-huh. is just really boring. Um, what is a better title for this episode? As we talked briefly before about using song titles mm-hmm. as titles of the episode. Um, and I was thinking uh, and Googling a little bit. Um, and I want to put out there David Bowie's space oddity. Oh, because that is what Clark finds out that he is. Mm, that he is a space oddity. oddity. I don't think they used that in this episode, but that would have been fantastic if they had. No, I don't think they did. They don't have to have. That's no, not part of it. But language. I'm just because if they, it's a song that they used, it would be everything. It's everything. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Every episode is just called Somebody Say. Somebody save me part um, one. Save me part two hundred. The wiki think, has like every song that's in the. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I what think the episode have? would be called "Life Is a Highway." Life is a highway. <laughs> Just kidding. Slow down. I gotta go with Space Oddity. I think it's a good one. Yeah. No, that's that's good. Um. All right. Well, we did it, guys. Our first ever podcast that we, we did ever recorded. I'm proud of us. We're gonna yeah. get better. Yeah. This was We're, a good first effort, though. Yeah, mm, really strong, I think. We're going to keep learning. We're going to keep growing. The Smallville Torch is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. It's probably not. I'd be surprised if 100 people listen to it. But, <laughs> but Hi, <you> Mom. <laughs> My mom will listen to it. That's not true. She Hi, Cameron's won't. mom. Never mind. Never mind Cameron's <clears throat> mom. Okay. Kendall's mom, though. Kendall's <laughs> mom will listen to it. Um, my mom, no, her husband, my mom. yeah, her Tom daughter, will probably, yeah, Tom will listen to part of it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of heard some of it right now, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully someday we'll have like listener mail and things to do. Um, that'll be fun. But we don't right now. Um, this was fun. I enjoyed doing it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a good time. <clears throat> do we? I mean, how do we do? Do we mm-hmm. just like say like that's all I have? That's all that I have. That's all I have. Uh, so from all of us here at the Smallville Torch, April, April Fools. Fools. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs>